Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Well, I've said all along that you got to keep, you got to do whatever you can to keep your on. I mean, he, he's a dominant player. and He used to be just a run defender. Now he's proven that he can rush a passer. And that's kind of what my thought was when we drafted him. I, he was athletic. He's big. Uh, he, he can do a lot of different things on the front. I mean, he can two gap. He can shoot the gap. Um, he can stop the run. He can rush a passer. He's a guy you got to keep. Uh, him and Jonathan Allen are key components of that defense. You start messing with that defense without a quarterback, I mean, you're going to have to play great defense to win here uh, because the quarterback is an unknown still for the next couple of years probably. So uh, I would do whatever I could to keep him because he is a stud. Or is the quarterback unknown? Might the commanders have stumbled into the answer in Sam Howell? The offseason will help us to answer that question, and then he's going to have to go play football at some point if they give him a chance to be their starter. Welcome back, Grant and Danny on the fan. That was Jay Gruden, obviously, end of the season when we asked him, can you pay Deron Payne when you've already paid one defensive tackle huge money in Jonathan Allen? The reason Payne comes up on the show today, Danny, is ESPN released their top 50 free agents with the offseason now looming in just one game left, the Super Bowl under two weeks from right now. Matt Bowen, longtime friend of the show, former Washington Redskin, wrote the piece for ESPN, studied the film, and ranked his 50 best free agents going into the offseason. Lamar Jackson of the Ravens, who's won an MVP awarded quarterback, was number one. He's going to only be 26 years old entering the age, uh, entering his 2023 season. I would say Lamar Jackson is the number one free agent is a no-brainer because of the value at quarterback. Former MVP. The yes. way he's played, right? Number two free agent on the board is actually going to be playing in the Super Bowl. Nice showcase. Orlando Brown Jr., the starting tackle for the Chiefs, is 6'8 and 340 pounds. He is great in the run game. He does a really good job moving his feet in the passing game as well. Had a, a pass-blocking win rate of 91.8% when blocking for Patrick Mahomes which ranked 18th among all offensive tackles over the last couple of years. While playing on the franchise tag this past year, he really stepped his game up. Bowen ranks him the number two player in the NFL in free agency. Part of that might be that he plays tackle, but again, this is a really good starter at a critical position. Yeah, he's a superstar that goes unheralded. That's a key cog in that machine there. Then you get to back-to-back -to -back defensive tackles, including Payne. Javon Hargrave of the Eagles, third, Payne, fourth. I'm a little surprised Hargrave's ranked ahead of Payne only because of the age. Hargrave entering a age 30 season, Payne is going to be 26. 
when next year begins. But look, Javon Hargrave of Philly, who's helped get the Eagles to the Super Bowl, the 2022 season he just had was dynamic. And he's got a much longer track record of dominance than Deron Payne does. Uh, 11 sacks, 37 tackles this season, 17% pass rush win rate when lined up against the interior, ranked third in the NFL uh, behind Kansas City's Chris Jones, Houston's Malik Collins. Whereas Payne listed fourth, 11 and a half sacks, 32 tackles. The big 6'3", 320-pound Alabama product had a pass rush win rate of about 12.7%, which ranked 12th in the league. Going to be in line, obviously, for massive money. Yeah, his pass rush win rate was tremendous. Javon Hargraves was that much better. I think that's the reason you separate them, right? Because to me, who would I rather employ? It's Deron Payne. Not because I think he's better than Hargrave, but because of the age. You mentioned it. Four years and a lot of miles uh, on those bodies. A lot of hits in the trenches. I agree. I will say, though, that in Javon Hargrave, you've got a proven commodity who, before this year, had seven and a half sacks and on multiple occasions has had at least six and a half and had his breakout 11-sack season. Payne, this year was unlike anything we'd seen previously. Now, I can go over the specifics of the numbers in a moment, but... The one thing that worries me about paying Deron Payne huge money, and we're going to have Brad Spielberger of PFF on at the top of the hour to go around the NFL. He was a salary cap expert in a front office, so we can ask him what type of money Payne might be due for. But the 25-year-old just had a year with money being dangled in front of him that was twice as good as he's ever been before. There is a concern for me as to whether or not he'll replicate that. If you're just paying Deron Payne to be one of the top 10 defensive tackles in the NFL based on this season, which means paying him close to $20 million top five type money, which is what he's going to garner this offseason based on when he got in line. You're counting on him repeating this. What you got from him in 2022 has to be the new norm, Danny. Mm -hmm. Here's his, his stats in his career over five seasons. In order, sacks, five Two, three, four and a half, eleven and a half. One of those numbers is not like the others. <clears throat> Tackles for loss. Six, three, seven, six, eighteen. Eighteen this year, by the way. Quarterback hits. Gosh. Eight, four, eight, fifteen, twenty. This twenty twenty two season, while magical and amazing, it's gonna be really hard to run back. And that's why I think the franchise tag where you could basically just keep him around for a year and see what he does, might actually make some sense in I this know. case. It, you generally want to stay away from it for a million to one reasons, right? It becomes the new floor. It's harder to negotiate, et cetera. But what you're buying, it, it's from the team perspective now, it's basically buying insurance against what you're talking about. If you're not certain that this is the new normal, if you are, by the way, you know, you obviously need to be right, but go ahead, make your bet. Put the money down. He's your guy, no problem. If you do have that little bit of reservation, a little bit of doubt that a guy in a walk here put up this career year and you go, is this the new normal or was this you know, sort of a one-time, uh, everything was perfect, et cetera, then you could do the franchise tag. Now, it costs you on the back end. It's a it's going to be a larger contract. It'll be one year ahead, one year later when it comes to free agency. And again, there's a new salary floor that the agent will do a really good job exploiting, et cetera. It costs you money to be sure. But sometimes that's worth it for teams, and this might be one of those cases. If you're curious, by the way, Payne, the fourth free agent in this top 50 listed by Matt Bowen, 
Geno Smith of the Seahawks at the quarterback position is five. And then Mike McGlinchey, the starting right tackle of the 49ers, listed sixth ahead of Tom Brady, Saquon Barkley, rounding out the top ten, Daniel Jones of the Giants. I find McGlinchey interesting because Washington's going to be in the market, I think, for a right tackle. Now, they may not want to break the bank on a right tackle, but I think they're going to kick Sam Cosme into guard this offseason and sign a starting tackle. So I think people assume they have to sign two starting guards, and I don't. I think they'll sign a starting guard, probably on the left side, and they're going to have Cosme start at right guard, and they'll have a new right tackle and probably a new center. I was going to say, center and and right tackle to me are the ones that I've got circled. Center's going to be a huge position they need to upgrade or figure out, whether that means they're going to run the Rulie thing back on a new contract. I just and, don't think you can with the injuries that have happened. It's it been a me couple to say. of a massive injuries. Yeah. He's a really good player when I know. he's been healthy. I, I would not be opposed, by the way, to them either where they're picking or trading down, taking a center in the first round. I know that sounds crazy. No. But if, if they want to play this version of football, where they just run the football and, and bully ball people and play time of possession, smash mouth pigskin, I got no problem with taking a center, spending a bunch on a guard, spending on a tackle. And it was specifically, if you're going forward with Sam Howell, you better help him and, and keep yeah. him upright. I'm allocating resources. So it, let's say there's no center that's in their slot or in, in that range. It's from 16 or if they trade back into the mid-20s. But there is a right tackle, you go that way. And you could you know be a, in the free agent market for center, get a veteran who knows what the hell he's doing. There's a million different ways to go. What I demand, though, is resources allocated to that position group. That's my offseason priority, right? Because you're you're good at running back. You're really, really good at receiver. I'd like another tight end, but you've got enough bodies there. You maybe hope somebody emerges, and that may be not what you're majoring in in terms of the pass game. And that guy may be more of a glorified blocker at this point. I need to major in offensive line improvement. That's the biggest thing separating me right now, I think, from giving Sam Howell the best shot. Yeah, I, there are a bunch of pretty decent guards available. So I think it will be easy for them to do a lot better at guard this offseason than last offseason. Any former Carolina Panthers on that list? or That's one issue. Yeah. They're going to have to break type here. They're going to have to not sign someone just because they played That's for the Panthers. For those guys. And they're going to have to actually spend a little bit of money, which mm. I know they don't love to do. But if they're willing to do those things, they can go get themselves a pretty good guard. But specific to pain here, which is really the topic at hand. Again, ESPN's top 50 free agents came out this morning. They list Deron Payne fourth. What I'm curious about and what I think we should dive into is where should they prioritize him this offseason as it pertains to the other guys that they need to pay? Montez Sweat is in kind of now or never time to get an extension and a big contract. Cam Curl. It is time to pay Cam Curl and extend him. Looks like a star in the making at safety. They have to make a big decision about Chase Young. And I know that right now is not the time to do that, but these things all fit together like a puzzle. Yeah, it's team building, man. You got to know what you're thinking about Chase Young and have a plan moving forward with him before you know what you can allocate to these other guys. And I can tell you that everything I've heard is that it is far from a guarantee that they pick up Chase Young's fifth-year option. In fact, if I had to bet right now, I would tell you they don't pick up his fifth-year option based on coming off the injury, what they saw, the, the future now, and, and what, how it looks, and the fact that they'd be paying him almost $18 million in his fifth year. Mm -hmm. And for people that don't really grasp what we're talking about, when you're drafted in the first round, your contract is four years. But if you're taken in the first 32 picks in round one, 
as a benefit to going in the first round, the team is able, that drafted you, only that team that drafted you, they're able to add a fifth year to your contract if you're still on that team. They have to agree to pick up the option, though, before the fourth year that you play. So in other words, Chase Young's going into his fourth season. The commanders have to decide in the next several weeks whether or not they will pick up Chase Young's fifth year. If they do, you're under contract here in Washington for two more seasons. If they don't, Chase Young is a pending free agent who goes into the final year of his contract. I wouldn't pick up his option. And I know a lot of people think they will just because he was a second pick or because of all the hype or how many times the word generational has been thrown around. But I'm telling you right now, they're still discussing this. I do believe this is an ongoing conversation. That This is an internal debate. But there is a good chance they don't. I'm not even worried about Chase Young getting paid when I'm thinking about Payne, Sweat, and Curl. I'd rather pay all three of those guys before him. Agreed. He's got to earn it. You know, he's got to show something. And and if he's and if great, it happens, we'll figure it out. Exactly. Good problem to have. Now I got to trade one of those guys because I can't lose him. Fine. But in the meantime, I'm not picking up his option. I'm not worrying about paying him. But how do you guys listening and calling on the MGM National Harbor listener lines at 800-636-1067 want to see them go from the perspective of curl, sweat, pain, and how they should prioritize. I think that's a very real question. I, I do too. And this is these are the decisions they're facing right now, by the way. It's not just for this week, week-to-week league. This is for the next handful of seasons, how they're going to develop. And you better get these ducks in a row yep. this calendar month here in February because the league year starts in early March. 800-636-1067 if you want to hop in. Grant and Danny with you on the fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 